Welcome to Our Kids, the podcast hosted by three college buddies, Lisa Reese and Tracy, where we talk about all things art. In this episode, we talk about the power of the power outfit or accessory and celebrities who wear quote unquote uniforms and how it helps create and define their brand. Cycle stays the same. Happy Halloween season. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah. It's Halloween weekend. Halloween-y. Mm-hmm. My favorite time of year. How are you feeling? I'm feeling a little. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> In the sauce. What do they call it? I just started. I, my brother, well, you guys heard about it plenty, but my brother has introduced me to uh, Our Flag Means Death. And on the show, they they refer, reference uh, being purgatory as the gravy boat. And uh, I feel like I'm in the gravy boat a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the gravy boat. My head is. But like, I'm like really happy. I probably seem different, like more energetic. I think I do. But like, I've been going through like a a tired spell for like the past month or something like that. Feels a lot better right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel a little bit more energized. So it's exciting. Energized. Idris is my favorite Idris. (laughs) The change of the seasons is always hard, I think. Oh my God. Well, next weekend we're changing the clock. So get ready. Oh, yeah. it's next weekend. I thought it was like this Saturday. Cause I was like, how is it still three o'clock? I'm confused, but okay. Next weekend. Although I, I was under the impression we weren't doing that this year, but I stand correct. I will take it that it's fall back. So we get an extra hour, right? This is true. We do. That's we awesome. just, like, it gets darker earlier, but I'm fine with that. I've been in hibernation mode for a while now. So we'll just continue on that thread. Yeah, seriously. I hate springing ahead. It's the worst. I, I only want to do fallbacks. <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> just keep going back and back and back and back. <laughs> you could just keep changing time time zones. Seriously. Uh, around the world. How are, time zones. how are you feeling? I'm feeling similar. Yeah. Like, I don't know, past couple weeks, I've been like slow. Yeah. Yeah, sluggish. It's weird. Yeah. But I saw you just made a cake recently. So you still got it in you. I got it. And yeah. then Wednesday, working on some cookies. Mm. What kind of cookies are you going to make? We're in through. Um, they're little farm tractors for a baby shower. That's cute. <laughs> so random. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a country, a country baby shower or something? I'm not really sure. What is going on? This is the second farm themed baby show <laughs> I've been asked to do things for. No, what I think it might be is uh, um, Miss Rachel is like the baby thing to watch now. My nephew, my sister has like brought my nephew up on it. And it's like, she's a YouTube sensation that came up in the pandemic and she made like kid shows. And my nephew is like obsessed with this. Mm-hmm. a lot. I think that's actually uh, speak. Going into our topic, her signature outfit is overalls. Yes, it is. Oh, I love that. Okay, good. Because I wanted to make sure that like our topic included like overalls or something for some reason. Because like people like overalls. Like some people right. like 
I can name a couple of people who have signature looks of overalls. The boys on Duck Dynasty. That's for sure. You know that show? I've been watching a lot of TV. I need more television in my life. What's Duck Dynasty? Oh my gosh. Duck Dynasty was the... Hang on, let me get you the the little summary description um it's about a louisiana family who lives for duck hunting season it's like a reality show you know how they have the um okay so duck dynasty is about duck hunters but then they have like the alligator hunting show or the crocodile hunting show right crocodile hunter sounds what the heck is it called anyways oh i think you're thinking of steve Irwin, though wasn't he like the crocodile hunter no um now his kids are i think <laughs> where they have they go around oh crocodile dundee was it? the original around, crocodile hunter crocs it's like a discovery show discovery we're gonna pause for a second until i find it <laughs> okay i'm not that well versed on my nature shows i'm down uh my dad watches all of these i did, can't believe that i can't think of it right now um chris chris hi chris Chris. Hey, Chris. Chris. Yeah. Chris. 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 What's the reality show with the guys who hunt the crocodiles? They go around and they hunt like alligators and crocs in oh, teams. What is I it? Mean, I don't watch it, but what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. I can't find it. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. <laughs> hey, Chris. Crocodile search alligator. Alligator. Oh yeah, that's a. No. I can't tell you the difference between a croc and an alligator. So swamp people. Swamp people. It's called swamp people. Swamp people. Thank you. Crocodiles aren't in the U.S. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, you're right. Listen, Florida has alligators. The alligators, the swamp people, they hunt. Anyways, they don't wear overalls, but the Duck Dynasty guys do. Mm. Overalls. overalls are dope. Nice pair of overalls. Done well. I enjoy them. Yeah. Ooh, and the Moonshiners wear. I could go on about all these ridiculous reality shows. I was about to say my ex wore like overalls, but my ex is Sandro. So, like, you guys know exactly who I'm talking about because he was literally on the show. I don't know if I could picture Sandra wearing overalls. When I, I first met him, when I first met him, he was wearing overalls and he like wore them like half up, half down. Oh my God, that's great. Of course he needs to do that. Did he have a shirt on underneath? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Or did he have a mesh I know. tank top underneath? <laughs> that would be even better. It seems like get... these days he would be wearing a mesh tank top underneath. but yeah, <laughs> Or like a mesh like like mock neck with like short sleeves underneath or something. Let's I used to have a pair of like dusty lavender gray corduroy overalls that zipped up and I'm pretty sure they were guess overalls. Mm. Ooh, those yes. are my Good favorite. Mm, that sounds nice. Yeah. I want some overalls. Total like- late 80s sort of early 90s thing. Cuffed been making a comeback for a while now so yeah good overall good jumper good staple piece could do a lot in overalls so yeah like the power of the power outfit i mean i was thinking a lot of 
celebrities kind of wear power outfits and maybe we discuss like some of them i mean some of them are like power outfits and some of them are like uniforms so to speak what do you Mm -hmm. think yeah but i feel like the the purpose of them having that kind of staple look it probably me it probably is like their power outfit right like they know that they look good in it they feel good in it it's comfortable it's reliable and then it, over time it just becomes their like uniform we're like the fashion police i love this <laughs> joan rivers yeah rest in, um, peace. rest in peace yeah so andre leon tally uh was a creative director for vogue um he worked alongside anna wintour another person who we feel has like a uniform look of like wearing like a skirt with like a nice like short sleeve sweater top situation and like the short bob um sometimes she wears the glasses um but yeah andre leon tally on the other hand always wore like a cape or something or like something that like almost like enveloped him like in a triangular fashion he looked like he was basically the ruler of the universe caftan he wore a lot of caftans caftans yeah caftan or caftan i forget how to pronounce it but yeah caftans yeah yeah he wore a lot of caftans as well you're right and um and that was his uniform look and i feel like between him and anna you see like such a different approach to a power outfit but they both like represent their ego their their brand their their um maybe what they alter ego their alter ego is yeah maybe they because we don't know how they dress at home or like when they go to the beach or anything like that but I think it makes them feel like ready for action and and it also makes I think maybe people treat them a certain way um what do you guys think yeah absolutely (laughs) he even has like coats that look like his capes and everything it's kind of crazy yeah that red coat yeah like this red coat that's really cool which rihanna kind of like paid tribute to during her um super bowl show last year her red outfit was like in tribute to that red jacket that big puffer jacket the fact that rihanna was able to wear a coat similar to one that people associated with him just shows how how well known this look was to him specifically and how like over time he built that brand and recognition and and then it could be easily recognized by others when somebody else was was using it yeah because it looks like he doesn't always wear like back in the day he didn't always wear the capes because like you could see here he's just kind of wearing like a suit (laughs) It's like baby Andre Leon Daly. But like, it seems like ever since then, once he got like a little bit older, he started wearing these capes. And to be honest, looking at it all together right now, it reminds me of like a king or something. You know, like when you see those paintings of like Louis the 15th or some shit like that. Yeah, he looks very regal. Uh, But yeah, he did take on the whole cape caftan thing as he got older. Um, And uh it was just very him, you know, it created this very regal vibe. He stuck to like these very bold colors or these very chic classic cuts and looks. Um, I love that one you showed of with the red, like lapel and underside, but then like the, um, the dark, that one right there. Yeah. With a, what would you call, what what would you call that pattern? Mm, Almost a, well, it's not quite a paisley, but it's like, an ornamental ornamental 
and geometric mix. I was going to say Baroque for some reason, but maybe I'm wrong. Mm. It does kind of have that vibe, but I don't know if that's like the official term for it. I'm not good with that. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Um, yeah, so Andre Leon Talley. What else did we have? Um, Karl Lagerfeld. Yeah, he always wore like a suit. Let's pull him up. Karl Lagerfeld. Yeah, he had his signature white and then he had his fingerless gloves, his tie. His ponytail. Yep. White hair. Sunglasses. High collar. Did someone dress up as him? Who is this? Lots of people dress up as him. I think that was at the Met Gala. Yeah, Met Gala. This year, yeah. Well, I think they had a whole Met Gala theme that was a tribute to Karl Lagerfeld this year. So. Oh, that's awesome. I miss him. Me too. Yeah, he had a look. Um... I'm honestly, it kind of reminds me of Michael Jackson for some reason. I don't know why, but sometimes. Yeah, I know. I feel you. Michael Jackson did have those signature black and white looks for a little bit. Yeah. I wonder if they work together. But like, yeah, the black and white. Ooh, pinstripe. That's nice. And the necktie. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. Um, And then it was always black and white with him. I mean, I think he even got um people calling him out for the black and white because he didn't really stray far from black and white like he didn't go with a lot of different colors usually but like I think that's pretty cool like um I mean even like Mark Zuckerberg is known for wearing like a uniform look every day um not really changing it up much so that's pretty cool and I mean Mark Zuckerberg's not necessarily wearing an outfit but like Steve Jobs uh another person that we have as a uniform people uniform person rather he wore that he wore that um turtleneck and like just like a pair of jeans whereas mark zuckerberg is wearing a t-shirt and like a pair of jeans and they're kind of like quiet rich as we would say right yes what yeah quiet rich quiet wealth what's the official term i think it's the rich one yeah quiet quiet rich is the the term they like to go for simple colors simple cuts um but high-end fabrics and brands um a lot of you see a lot of celebrities starting to do that these days often very times very monotone what do you think about friend Leibowitz I feel like she has like a look uh, let me... I love her I love her so much she definitely has classic like very um blazers button downs um and... her hair has been the same forever um I I love Fran Leibowitz the glasses jeans yeah. I love Fran Leibowitz yeah tortoise shell glasses uh trench coat yes long blazer rather um jeans um and a white shirt seems to always be a white shirt a button-down white shirt that's kind of really classy yeah and classic like timeless um I saw recently that someone started putting together an event every year in Brooklyn now where they do like Fran Fran Fest or Fran Leibowitz Fest where everyone comes and dresses like her. I want to do that so bad. I love her. (laughs) Look at them on SNL. Oh my God. (laughs) Fran Leibowitz and Martin Scorsese. That's hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah, he directed that her um, Netflix like docuseries that she had or I don't know if docuseries is a term. Oh, look at that photo of her and Andy Warhol. To the left. Or to uh, your right. Where, 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 where? Oh, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. my God. So cute. 
there's a photo featured in her younger years with Andy Warhol, but she did work with him. I think she was she was um, involved in Interview Magazine back in the day, um, back when Andy Warhol was involved in Interview. So um, they worked together there. What do you think, Trace Face? I'm taking it in. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very... Um, I think it's a... It's an effect of somebody like the uniform thing, right? Of like somebody who is very, um, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this, phrase this in a way of like how I'm thinking about it. People who are very accomplished and also busy don't want to like bother themselves with the day-to-day if they like, not the day-to-day, but trivial things right so like of every day having to pick out an outfit and feel like they need to top the last one like I feel like people who have this like uniform look have decided that's like this is my favorite look my most comfortable look it makes me feel great inside and out and I'm just gonna stick with it and have like slight variations of it because I can't top it at this point and so Mm -hmm. it's it's I, I think it says a lot about the person and where they are in their like career and their life of like, I can do this because I'm able to express myself in other ways outside of the way I dress. Cause I think a lot of people do use their clothing to express themselves. Um, so I think folks who kind of have that like uniform or their like go-to pieces for certain situations, they've kind of like, they, they're just wearing it because it it gets the job done and it makes them feel a certain way rather than it being like another outlet for them. Like they don't need it at this point. Also it might help people focus more on what they have to say or what they're doing as opposed to their outfit. Right. So it's like, a, Oh, that's a good point. So less of a distraction from outside. So people who are in the public eye a lot, like if they're very consistent in the things that they wear and dress, I know like um, it's, it's some, it's one last thing that they have to worry about somebody commenting on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or and making the, the worst stress on the list. That too. Oh my God. <laughs> I think there's, it, a, there's an expectation set, right? They're going to show up and that's what they're going to look like. Yeah. Um, I think that's also like just another technique that they can use or is an option for like cementing yourself as like an icon you know um I mean like there are those like Madonna who had like really standout outfits and that made her partial iconic but I think too if you're a per- an artist and a personality or persona like a distinct way to set yourself apart to is to have these consistent type of like uniform outfits or iconic outfits you know it just like cements them in our memory more you know yes. it's a subliminal technique yeah, and I think that um, goes into them being able to build their brand and to create this brand and then really solidify it. So again, like with Rihanna wearing that cape at the halftime show, people who who knew about Andre Leontali automatically connected the two things. It wasn't just like some obscure piece of clothing she was wearing, like it had meaning and a lot of people knew that because of the way he presented and dressed himself consistently. Yeah. Speaking of people with brands that um, are definitely influenced by what they're wearing, uh, we also have Tom Ford and Ariana Grande. Uh, Tom Ford, obviously of the brand Tom Ford, but also from Gucci back in the day. Um, He always wears those suits, like always like a black suit, 
well-tailored. Um, sometimes he would accessorize around it differently, wearing some shades, sunglasses, um, or like um, like a scarf or a vest under his suit. Um, Ariana Grande, on the other hand, I think is more known for like wearing those like empress waist. Is that what you call it? The empire waist? Empire mm -hmm. waist. Empire waist uh, dresses and like that ponytail. Everybody knows the signature ponytail, which I know she's been- Red lip. A little bit lately yeah and a nice red lip um and i know she's been breaking out of the ponytail lately but that's after she basically solidified her career <laughs> like and now she's like in chill mode at the moment but um yeah i think she's actually getting a divorce i mean that's a side note but did you know she's getting a divorce already i didn't yeah. I didn't get married I it was pretty married. controversial wow yeah um and then Ellen DeGeneres also with the suits, wearing suits and Michael Kors for the most part. Yeah, um, right. I think Michael Kors is known for wearing suits, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and T-shirt. And um, Cara Delvigny. Yeah, with a T-shirt. I think that's what he does. Carrie Delvigny. Carrie Delvigny does that. Um, Androgynous. Yeah. Sheep. Yeah, exactly what I was about to say. That androgynous chic thing like um, Kristen Stewart. I love that look. I think it's classic. There's a bunch of different ways to do it. She looks gorgeous in it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I mean, essentially, like getting a suit to like look like punk rock or glam or something like that, I think is kind of like Kristen Stewart's kind of shtick, you know, which I really love. Yeah. Um, so it's not just like, oh, I'm wearing a suit and I'm going to church or something like that. It looks really like sexy and different. Um, Kanye West is also a uniform person that we have here. Um, he seems to dress kind of like quiet rich, kind of like wearing like Rogan and sweats. Yeah, Rick Owens and stuff like that, mm. um, which I love. I know he's a controversial person, but I think it, it does help us focus a little bit more on like, I mean, sometimes we're focused on what he's wearing, which is kind of funny, but it does help us focus on a little bit more of like what he's doing, what he's saying, instead of like him being worse or dressless, worse or best dressless rather. Um, Talking about Kanye? Yeah, Kanye. Yeah, I feel like the conversation mostly takes on what he wears these days, but that's like... He, I mean, he hasn't been putting out as much music and his personal life has been a little crazy. And I do think that um, even though he is like, you know, he's a designer now, he's making stuff. Um, his stuff is taken such a departure that oftentimes I think what he's wearing is like the dialogue so much. Yeah, um, That's when he has those like the days where he's wearing something a little bit more toned down and basic is I think when we, like the, I shouldn't say we, the press focuses on something else other than like, like just harping on the details of his outfits. Yeah. Yeah, and Hillary Clinton, just like Andre Leon Talley, I feel like she has like kind of like a regal look. She always wears like these like long coats that are like buttoned up or something. Yeah, very tailored. Yeah, really tailored, but it always looks kind of... Like she's auditioning for like Empress or something. It's like weird, but I kind of like it. I mean, it, it it it's for her. It's it's her thing. I would never. It, I think it fits with like the stereotypical political woman. I mean, a political woman who is universal because it doesn't look like it's 
held down in one particular region of the world like her outfit looks kind of like universal to me for some reason what are your thoughts lisa um i think that she took like a because remember back during post bill clinton presidency days or even during that time she was known as like the pantsuit queen and now recent days i think she's switched and if i'm thinking of her correctly now she's like transitioned into a more um like she always does classic she always does like nothing too over the top very clean timeless she does timeless business and she, i do think she does it well like all the same color yeah this is nice yeah yeah she did used to wear a lot of pantsuits but now it seems like she never wears a dress yeah i don't think i've ever seen her in a dress I think back in the day she used to. I wonder what that's about. Maybe a pencil skirt. Yeah, I think it was more pencil skirt and jacket was her thing. She was never like a dress person. That's nice. I like the low collars. I like the long blazers. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Some of, some of the other folks I think we can identify um um, by their accessories like we like like out like um elton john yeah like elton john and his glasses for yeah. one for sure um yeah. slash from guns and roses and his top hat and just like he with and curly hair yeah and for yeah, yeah pharrell in his hat pharrell in his hat but i think he also wears glasses sometimes yeah and he did different hats. It wasn't just one hat. He was just known for saying like a different type of big top hat. But they were always different ones. Let's see what Pharrell's looking like. Oh yeah, he's always wearing a hat. Looks like. Yeah, he went through like a period though where he was doing these wide, like it was like a top hat, but it was wide and like very almost like, um, I feel like it'd be like in a doctor Dr. Seuss movie or something. They were very exaggerated. That was only like a period of time. Now it's like it's not any of the over the top stuff, but that's funny. Is that Pharrell? That's so young. Yeah. He's always wearing a hat, it seems for sure. Even if it's like a beanie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's his big hand. <laughs> and he has a beret here. That's funny. Um close to we got. Giorgio Armani is kind of like the power suit king, really, because I, I feel like he makes other people's power suits, really, uh, as well as Valentino. But Giorgio Armani, for sure, um, he's a designer for listeners, uh, designer for Armani, obviously, or Giorgio Armani, if you're talking about the signature collection. Um, but yeah, he always seems to be wearing like a suit, black suit, necktie uh sometimes actually yeah i do see him in this like short sleeve black shirt yeah outside of the suits the cashmere sweaters and a lot of navy i like navy 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 and black dark navy yeah well navy navy is kind of dark but that's nice um look at his eyebrows they're like white that's nice he looks so handsome. Um, Keanu, Re- Keanu Reeves seems to kind of have like a, a uniform look, but it seems to be more centered around his blazer. He seems to always wear like a blazer. Um, I'm not sure if like he wears different pants with the blazers, but I think so. Let's look at some pictures of Keanu. Yeah, blazers, t-shirts, and slacks. 
That's nice. Go to. That's kind of Michael Corsi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks like that's his go-to. Sometimes, I guess, wearing a necktie. I mean, we saw him in John Wick with this look, for instance. You know. Yeah, that's funny. That is his personal style. Like bleeds into his movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's really on brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I didn't know Daniel Radcliffe was like a uniform look kind of person, but it seems like he does seem to wear like- He also has one leather jacket with a white stripe that he wears a lot or used to wear a lot. Yeah. That was his his go-to accessory for a while. That's funny. Um, And then we also have on our list, Diane Keaton. She always seems to wear something in the same vein. Uh, when she does like an interview or what have you. I remember she used to wear like these white shirts, but let's see. Yeah. Or like classic Annie Hall style outfits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wears like a lot of white. She wears a lot of black and white. Um, Turtlenecks, yeah. Or higher collars, the glasses, their hair. Glasses, yeah. It's really nice. I wonder if these people actually have stylists. Do you think they do? Ooh, that's a good point. Probably. I think they do. Zendaya. We also have Zendaya. I remember Zendaya wearing this pink suit this year, this past year, I think it was. And it was like a Barbie colored pink. And let me see if I can find it. Pink suit. It was so beautiful. What do you guys think about it? Yeah. It's cool. Whoa. It has like flowers on it here but i don't remember that i think she has one without that even so i think she has like more than one pink suit wow that's nice i think the coat is just what doesn't have it oh I she has like a blazer and then she has a long coat and then here she has like a pink suit maybe she likes wear pink suits yeah pink's a good color for her yeah it's nice looks good on her Honestly, she looks good in a suit, period. Is this her in a suit again? No, I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, she's adorable. Oh, is that her again in a pink suit? I was thinking about this color on you, Lisa. What do you think? Oh, no, I would never wear that. You would never, ever, ever? Mm -hmm. I think it would be good for your coloring. No, I don't do pink. I think it's fuchsia. Yeah, it's like a, a fuchsia, like a bright fuchsia. That's kind of nice, yeah. Um, So who else do we have on our list? Let's see. All right, so kind of like silly ones, throwback, Mr. T with his mohawk, his chains. His chains, kind of like Flava Flav. Yeah, Flava Flav and his clock. Yeah, timeless pieces that like <laughs> immediately make you think of them. No pun intended, timeless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, these are all like examples of just things that like make us think of them in fashion and like ways that they've like, you know, utilize these tools to make themselves stand out. Um, and like the, the repeated use of them is like more of like a uniform version, but like there's always just the use of like knowing for like everyday life of people, you know, there's the... Um, they can you can just have like your power outfit or like maybe your power type of accessories like knowing you like to have a few different really cool glasses and and i think people who are more of like 
not necessarily like business owners, whatever, but like celebrities, people who are in front of the camera a lot um, and actors. Well, for sure, I would say like Mr. T and Flava Flav, but like that alter ego that it produces for them. Um, and they're able to kind of like put on this different persona based on what they're wearing and people perceive them in a different way than um, they may have if like those two examples of people, you know, like Mr. T and Flavor Flav, like showed up somewhere at a premiere and they weren't wearing those iconic outfits or accessories. Like would people approach them differently or how would they see them? Right. They're kind of like out of character at that point. Yeah. 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 I was thinking Beyonce too, like for like their alter ego and like power outfits. Um, but what do you think are some staples of like a Beyonce power outfit kind of move? Um, I don't think she has like specifics in terms of a power outfit. She just like steps into, she really embodies using fashion as a persona, right? So it's like her albums, visual albums and stuff. She's telling a story, um, you know, uh, her formation videos, she hit very particular types of like staple fashions and points during that video, very Southern, um, uh, I don't even know how you describe some of that, but a lot of like the the men in the black and white outfits on the porch and um, did she have, a, I'm trying to remember if she had a hat on in that, but like those are very- oh, yeah, like, And you mean like in formation? In formation with the chains and everything. Like she she just creates these really iconic outfits and she truly like, um, like next levels the whole using fashion as an alter ego, you know? So I don't think there's any set specific things we associate with her per se. Like we'll remember her iconic outfits for albums, tours, things like that. But um, she, she doesn't ha- like, she's an example of someone that doesn't stick to like one uniform piece. She, she can switch stuff up and you know, it's a her look, you know? Mm-hmm. I was thinking of her um, body suits. Is that what you call it? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Leotards leotards or unitards or what have you yeah i feel like she's somebody that really uses her fashion to express herself yeah yeah her um designs definitely tell are part of the story she does which you know i've always really loved and appreciated um but it's just it goes to the conversation around um using fashion to like elevate your persona and your personality and um the image you're trying to portray you know um different people have different like things they do when they're trying to step into different types of energies, you know, like some people have stances, some people have like mantras, you know, and other people use like outfits. Um, Mm, Good point. Mm. Do you think uh, that I was just thinking like in terms of outfits and like rituals and um, like ceremonies, like outfits mean something and it brings this certain element to like a specific ritual or celebration um yeah there's um which i'm forgetting how to like what she did exactly but she's an older fashion icon this woman iris um she has these like really elaborate accessories and things and um she's quoted for saying that like it wasn't so much the event for her as it was the ritual of getting dressed it was the ritual of accessorizing herself um you know like within to the point of ritual and things like that, you know, um, uh, and energy and how we use it and elements like, you know, all that would be considered like a form of like glamour magic, you know, um, painting yourself, how you, even just like how you do your makeup. Um, but like really anytime you use things as a way to like enter a new space and enter a new energy, like 
that is a form of magic in and of itself. A lot of it's the intention, but um, we've all felt it. Won't like for me for years, it was like boots. I mean, still, I love boots, right? And they were always different kinds, but like that was like one of my power elements. You know, I love leather jackets, um, a good pair of ripped jeans. Like those are all power elements for me. Um, and, you know, we've all had that experience where we either have a great jacket or like a great piece we love, like you feel different when you're in it, you know, and that, that is like a form of magic and like glamour magic, um, a, a makeover, like the power of a makeover, you know, that's, those are all elements of it. Yeah. I think I used to wear like a lot of blazers. I feel like I wear cardigans now, but like blazers are like something I think can make a, an outfit look a little bit more together like really easily like you could be wearing jeans and put a blazer on and it looks like oh why are you dressed up but like uh having like a few different blazers to just like I don't know just be ready for whatever it might be a little cold outside you might be going to an event where you need to like actually wear a blazer <laughs> just to to like look like you're a part of the crowd like as far as um going to a fashion event like going to a fashion show or going to a party, um, wearing a blazer is really fitting. Um, and it could be any kind of blazer. It could be like a houndstooth blazer. It could be a, um, it could be herringbone. It could be solid color. There's so many different types of ways you can go about doing it just to switch it up. Kind of like Diane Keaton, but just staying in your color, your color story. Yeah, no, I love that. Those are like classic, timeless, timeless pieces, even for women too, you know. Oh, well, you mentioned with Diane Keaton, but for men and women, cardigans and blazers are just beautiful pieces. I mean, I always love also a good, like, I usually have one or two specific type of cut cardigans that I like live in until they fall apart. And then like yeah. also flannel, love a good flannel, flat flannel. I'll live in that. And like, that's one of my rotating staple pieces. Those are like they're like comfort staples too. Like it's not always the the perception of how other people see you because, you know, like some of those clothes we wear often are maybe a little tattered, have some holes in them, but yeah, it still them. does something to you yeah. when you put them on. Yeah, I love those. Those are my favorite. I love a good grunge, you know. Yeah, grungy cardigan. Um, what's an outfit that makes you feel like you can take on the world? I think it just depends on like, I rotate things at a time or like go through periods where like different things mean stuff for me. So like, obviously, uh, one version of it is like having a really great staple dress, like maybe a first season or for a couple of years, it'll be like one I stick with that I absolutely love and like is awesome. Um, and, uh, then otherwise there's like boots have always been like, a timeless classic for me I still have these one pair of boots that I've loved so much they were like these motorcycle leather boots with a heel and then they have these like um leather drop um uh uh kind of like they have these little belts around the ankle that drop down that had um I had a pair like that what'd you say I said I had a pair almost exactly like that Mine yeah I and, wore them um, until there were holes through the bottom <laughs> exactly so like I still have these boots and they have these like studs on them and I've worn them down, like the heel, the, the, um, 
rubber part of the heel is completely worn off, but I still have them in the back of my truck because I'm like, I'm going to find a shoe fixer that's going to redo these. <laughs> Once I find a pair that I love, I like have to stick with them. And I've had those ones I bought back when I was living in New York at Buffalo Exchange. Like that's how old those are. So those are like 13, 14 years old and I've just been waiting to get them fixed. Um, but so I'll do boots. I love a really good pair of ripped jeans. Like I have these old pair of jeans I love that now like they were not ripped when I bought them, but now like 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 the back side of them like by like where the butt are like there's like a um it's ripped underneath they're like tattered in the thigh area like but i still love them like they're falling apart and they're awesome um same with um like a good coat a classic coat each season i feel like i like to switch out and like have a good staple coat those Mm -hmm. those have been like my go-tos lately for that yeah i think um having at least one decent suit per season um, in my wardrobe is something that I think is helpful to do whatever I need to do in the world. Uh, Because like you need to have a suit for like special events, but um, also you don't want to just be looking like you're wearing your dad's outfit or something. You want to have something that's tailored to you. So you get a suit, you get it tailored. Um, and I kind of like sticking with neutral colors. Um, I mean, that's just me. I mean, I, I do like yellow every now and then, but I'm not gonna like have a yellow suit right now uh, in my life. But I think like wearing like neutral colors, uh, black, white, blue, uh, tan, those are all like decent colors to like find suits in or just like outfits that you feel like you can do whatever you need to do to take on the job. Um, what do you think, Trace Face? So I think now my, I would say it's changed for me. So back in like high school, college, I would say that my outfit had to be like head to toe coordinated. So my shoes had to match my belt, my, or my shoes had to match whatever I was wearing. Like I was really obsessed with shoes. I had, I worked for a shoe store. So Any outfit I had, I had a matching pair of shoes to go with it. And so like, I only wore those shoes with that specific outfit. So my shoes Uh matching my outfit. And then (laughs) as I've gotten older, I feel like just any sort of heel. So I'm not very tall, 5'3", not very tall. So I think anytime I wear something and I wear heels with it, I feel a bit more confident because I think just the sense of being a little taller, it also makes me stand up straighter. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. makes yeah, me present I, myself a little more professional I, I like wearing a, a boot too and i'm like 5 11 and i want to wear like a chelsea boot if possible so i feel you yeah so i think the shoes i think for me shoes just across the board but the type of shoe has changed i think what's most important to me um so that's kind of my my power accessory is there a particular shoe. type of shoe that you like 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 lisa described her boot in detail yeah, so I do have, I would say I have a similar pair of boots that Lisa has that uh, I love. And last year I had to get rid of them. I had them for like six years and there was no coming back. Um, <laughs> they were like not the best quality, so not fixable. But ever since then, I've been trying to find a pair that's similar, very hard. So yes, boots are really nice. But I think um, for me, I'm really drawn to sneakers. So sneakers, I wouldn't quite call myself like a sneaker head um but definitely sneakers and then a good like wedge or ankle boot not to be bougie but like since you're a sneakerhead 
did you like follow like how Balenciaga came out with like sneakers and did you like them like because the sneakers like were very chunky looking so I had like <laughs> I think I, I just have such a specific style for myself that I like mm-hmm. it's like hard for me to get on board with just things that are trending gotcha 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 yeah cause there's but- also that one um um what's the one company shoe company and all of their sneakers look like they've been worn already they're like pre pre-worn shoes versus not converse no oh golden goose so no, golden goose is like a super high-end shoe company we can pull them up if you'd like um but all of their shoes look like somebody has worn them already <clears throat> And so here's like Neiman Marcus sells them, right? So they're like one of their suppliers, but you can find them in different places. Okay. So here's like what their shoes look like. Um, They also have other types of shoes. So they sell like cowboy boots and whatever, but people have a real problem with this brand because they're like, why am I going to spend five six hundred dollars seven hundred dollars eight hundred dollars yeah wow like pre-worn they're not really pre-worn but they distress them to the point and they dirty them up to the point where you would think you found them in somebody's trash um so this is like a trend that i just can't get on board with they also kind of just remind me with the star i think it's too similar to like converse i'm not sure what the I mean, I guess it's like they're all called superstars, so they have stars on them, whatever. Wait, so you you don't have a pair of these? No, I I would not buy a pair of these because I like my shoes. Do you have the disposable income? I still wouldn't because I like my shoes clean. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to buy a pair of shoes and then, like, try and fix them. Some of these are cute. They kind of look like Converse's, to be honest. Yeah, they do. And I think that's, you know, with the star on the side definitely like if they looked like these are kind of cool i'd probably wear those if they didn't look messed up <laughs> they're 700 dollars um yeah and they were 700 <laughs> <laughs> like jeez please i like a good distressed item but not for sneakers like those just uh, especially white like that like that like i mean give me a good like distressed jean or worn in boot or something like that looks cute but not for a, a sneaker where the white looks too i can't i can't i would yeah. give it a try i would give it a whirl but not for 700 dollars unless i have no. income. i have sneakers that look like that already yeah and i did them myself <laughs> They should pay me $700 for my sneaker. I could get on board with that. (laughs) Right. So another thing I want to touch on was like how um, art and design can enrich our lives in like everyday settings um, and help identify us with the persona that we may want to have or manifest. Um, And it's sort of like a battle armor or a mood changer even. So what I mean is whether you're like, a QAnon member or or what have you, or you're like a goth person or you're like a punk guy or gal, um, it helps signal your tribe and it may deter others as, at the same time. I mean, some people may be turned off by the spikes, the black, the, the snakes or whatever is a part of your elements of your wardrobe or whatever. 
but it also may um, call out to your tribe so that other people find you and then they want to be like, hey, or want to be friends with you or maybe be a part of your movement or what have you. Mm -hmm. But another way that it can act is as a sense of pride. So it's doing two or three things at the same time. Um, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I totally agree. I also think another big thing is like um, athletes. Like mm. people who wear their athletic gear out and around in public day to day and not just when they're like performing or playing sports, um, I think falls into that. So it, it's like signaling people like, hey, I'm I'm sporty. I'm a basketball player. I do this. You know, it's like um, it's a sense of pride to like wear your jersey somewhere. Um, so, yeah, I totally agree also like team recognition like this is the team I root for and then like you meet other people that are into that but um definitely like fashion as a way to attract people who are similar to you or just to like the whole battle armor aspect of like you know repelling people looking tougher um creating an aura around yourself um I think is such a timeless great way of of working with that stuff, um, depending like no matter the genre or, um, elements that you like to pull in for sure. And then, um, I also think of it as like manifesting. So maybe not just in the present, but you know, what, what do they say? Like you dress for the job you want, not the job you have. So yeah. like how you present yourself to the world or like when you're working on manifesting, um, you're supposed to kind of present as if you already have it so if i'm trying to get a promotion or a different kind of job that would require me to present myself in a different way through my clothing then i would already be presenting myself that way to kind of show up for that position and hope that it shows up for me in return also maybe like an outfit has the ability to help you um what's that word called um it's not encanting, but what's that word, Lisa, where it's like you're trying to claim something from the universe? Does that, does that help um, you realize? You, it, there's manifest, but it, like you can imbibe something with it. You can, um, I'm trying to think of another way of saying it. Um, I mean, I kind of like manifest. I mean, manifesting a persona like you want to be known as a happy person and you want to also be a happy person so you wear happy fa happy faces on your slippers or you wear like yellow and you wear like you know like cute little dinosaur prints on your sweaters and cardigans and stuff like that like whatever makes you feel good but also tends to make other people like put a smile on their face you know um so yeah you're kind of embodying that is that embodying the like you're trying to wearing something that helps you embody an energy yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or even um, to where's where's Janet? Where's our thesaurus? I know, right? <laughs> Janet was really good at the thesaurus. Yeah. Oh, um, channel. You're probably trying. Are you trying to think of channeling an energy? Yeah, or amplifying an energy. energy. Yeah, channel. Yeah, you're trying to channel like a a particular persona, a particular vibe, a feeling, and then maybe even like um help spread that energy yeah to like amplify it mm -hmm. into the world mm -hmm. yeah um yeah because when you like start to and like channel and and embody an energy then 
you embody it. And then as you move through the world, your energy interacts with other people and then it affects those around you. Right. Because like one common thing, like it depends on how you feel on energy and stuff like that. But, um, it is believed that like, we all interact with each other differently. Right. So like when you're in the presence of someone else there, your energy is mixing with theirs and theirs is mixing with yours. And depending on like how you work with things and, um, the protective stuff you do, like you either can barrier that or it mixes and you interact with each other. So like that all, you know, that's one way you can pull fashion into, to, you know, whether it be protective or enhancement, you know, it would be interesting to ask the people we listed earlier of like what their intention is in their outfits. (laughs) It would be interesting if they think about it. Right. Or if maybe they just have a stylist and they kind of just settled on a look because it, they feel that it, it presents them in the most appropriate way to the world. But I also wonder if there's a deeper connection for them to it. Yeah. Yeah. I bet for a lot of them are, are. and then I'm sure for some, um, I wouldn't be surprised if a few of the dudes may just are just like, uh, keep it as simple as possible. But I bet a lot of them do. Keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about this too much. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of them, I wouldn't be surprised. They're very intentional. I'm sure Ariana Grande was really, really intentional with hers and um, fashion designers, of course, I'm sure were intentional with their methods. Carl, um, Andre, I know Andre, I mean, I've seen documentaries where he talks about why he chose his fashion choices, um, you know, uh, but I think you get, definitely get a mix. I would love to see for each of them, like you're saying, Trace, like the reasons why they chose those particular elements, you know, what that brought out for them. Yeah. Um, And then to speak on your point even further, Idris, with the channeling is, um, you know, there's different ways you can enhance pieces you work with, Um, you know, whether it be, it depends on like you set an intention, whether it be like, uh, you want to feel more beautiful, you want to feel more confident, you want to seem tougher, push someone away, like you can enhance um, the entire outfit with an energy, or you can like even just take a lipstick and put an intention, you know, like that's the idea behind like glamour magic, whether it be like a particular manifestation you want to have, or you just want to shift your aura in general, like there's multiple different ways, but that's where like the idea of glamour magic comes from. And then, I mean, when you think about marketing and when you think about like just, um, like campaigns of celebrities it's said for a long time that like a lot of magical elements have always been used in the branding of these people you know um there's so many different theories about this stuff but um especially these days like there's a resurgence of the idea of using glamour magic in different ways even with the scent you could use a scent to do it like um but it all just comes down to energy and intention and it could be as elaborate of a process as you want or as simple as a process as you want but there's there is like a whole world around that and um ways to dive into it and i think it can be really fun i think scents are that's an interesting thing to think about because um i know people will say like oh like i have a signature scent like this is what i wear and i think of like um women in my family like my grandmothers my aunt, my mom, like they all had a perfume that they would wear. And when you would smell it, it would remind you of them or mm-hmm. just like certain scents, like you, you associate with certain people. So I think scents are um, definitely another enhancement of kind of that, that signature, that part of them. 
Yeah, for sure. I would bet Tom Ford definitely has a scent that's signature for himself because he's making everybody else's signature scents, you know? Yeah, like he's created that specifically for him. Yeah, totally. I think, uh, so like going through this a conversation for me has has made me think about things that I do in terms of what I wear and how I present, what I'm consistent in or have been consistent in throughout my life. Um, things that I wear with intention. So for instance, like this necklace, like I usually, when I wear this, it's more intentional. Um, like for times that I feel like I need a little boost or like a little bit of luck, <laughs> I tend to wear this. Um, and then just thinking about like how my accessory has always been my shoes and not necessarily like an outfit. I think because over the years, my weight has fluctuated so much, but my shoe size stays the same. So that's something that like I can rely on no matter what to like give me a boost if I'm like really digging my shoes or or need a little lift. Um, But also thinking about like why the clothes. So this is something I've always struggled with. And maybe this is like for some people, they've always struggled with like having a style. Like, I don't ever feel like I've always, I've had a style, like I feel like clothes were pieces that I've chosen, not so much now, but before I would pick them because I wouldn't think anybody else would wear them. And so I was trying to pick like the most unique thing, which created these like really insane outfits and wardrobes. And like, I'd wear one thing one day and it would, you're like, what the, what the hell are you wearing? It had no relation to anything else I wore the day before. Um, It's just funny to think about like kind of processing what we put on our body and how we represent ourselves and what we actually put thought into um, and what makes us feel good. What do you think you have a style now? Mm, I think I'm more consistent in the type of clothes I wear now. So it creates a style like, very much like sweaters, t-shirts, tank tops, but like solid colors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, me too. I have like three pairs of pants that I wear constantly. (laughs) So I think I've I've developed this like capsule wardrobe that, you know, it's, I don't know that that's really intentional other than like those things make me feel good. I think I look okay in them. I like the colors, you know, and then I can mix and match constantly. So I think that's more of a functional aspect of my style I I follow people on like you know on social you see people and they're kind of like fashionistas whatever Mm -hmm. the styles that I'm drawn to are kind of the styles that I wish I could embody and not that I can't but I've never really put the effort into it but if I were to I know what sort of style I would be drawn to and I think it's very different than what I actually wear Mm. I always see you with like retro glam or different types of retro styles. In fact, I like saved a website I found today that would be perfect. And I I specifically saved it because I was like, Tracy would look amazing. Like pinup girl style. Yes, you look. Yes, yes. I love that for you. Someday. Maybe that's what I'll be next year for Halloween. And then I'll just continue to wear that. Do you have a style, Lisa? Um, it varies. I have a couple of ones I shift between, but I do like, and I think right now, like my, 
I like, I will go through periods of time where my style starts to shift, but like, I may not have the time and or resources to update my wardrobe, which is where I'm at right now. Um, and then I just do more subdued stuff, but I also think I am redefined. Like I'm moving in phases of my life right now and my style is shifting. And I do love the idea of using wardrobe and fashion as a way to mark a period in your life or a change in your life. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's, I think it's, it can be a really, really powerful tool for that. And that's something I hope to, um, be a little bit more, um, intentional about in the coming years. Um, but in the meantime, I just stick to like my classic pieces or accessories that make me feel good, like certain jackets, certain boots. Um, lately I've been thinking about like other ways I can incorporate accessories. My problem with that is that, um, like I use like like similar to Tracy statement necklaces or pieces of jewelry my actually my cousin gave me these bracelets which I love and I've been rocking a lot she recently went um Italian eyes are those the Italian eyes um they're the evil eye symbol they're used yeah, in different cultures yeah she, like, uh, you say like this right uh yeah the malaccio um or I'm probably pronouncing that wrong but malaccio Malacchio? that's the italian one um but that it runs across a few different cultures um she was in greece and got this while she was in greece um but yeah so like i love to use pieces like that and um but the other thing is is that like i i really appreciate people that can do elaborate accessories i either lose break or like they irritate my skin and I can never consistently keep with an accessory I will do certain like beanie hats that's something that I can manage that I always classically love but um I always want to be someone that wears more jewelry or like has can like wrap my hair or things like that and it falls off my head I inevitably always look disheveled I don't know if you ever see that that meme of like the mom who sent her kid to school on the first day of school and she looks so together and then she like gets the photo of her where she's walking back from the bus and her hair is falling out and her like shirt looks is untucked and ripped and her bag sag that's, that's me like a couple hours into my day inevitably i cannot do the put together thing super well or for long so did you like that uh serpent outfit that i showed you from um what is the name of that show called oh th- this oh oh what, what show it's called Fall of the House of Usher. And they had that serpent thing on her. On the bodysuit? Yeah, the bodysuit rather. Yeah. And she was wearing a suit on top of it. I thought I that love that. But it reminded me of you. Yes. No. Serpents, yeah. Um, I think it was super gorgeous. And especially the way they she did it too. And like mm-hmm. um, using and that. It like it's a, like a. There was like a mock neck going on with it as well. Yeah, because it's got like the black band here, but then it's all sheer and then it's got the right. serpent embroidery, but it's like a lingerie bodysuit. It's by Thistle Inspire and their stuff is and beautiful. Um, but I love how, because it's a very bold piece, right? Like it looks like you're wearing nothing except for a few embroidered pieces that like cover like maybe your nipple or through your boob, but she did it with a blazer over her. So it like gave it that like business chic, but with like a little bit of sexy, like the right amount of sexy, which I thought is just such, a, I love that type of look. Like it, it's, I love a look of a, a woman in a, in a business suit blazer, but she's got like no top on underneath. That's another like, but a nice statement piece, like always love that also. Um, but yeah, so like serpents are, I have one of my favorite pieces I have, um, is, uh, there's this, um, metalsmith jeweler. Her name is, um, her brand is called while Odin sleeps, like Odin, like the God sleeps. And she did this like hand done, um, metal serpent. And that's like my ultimate, that's what got me obsessed with like statement necklaces and like also with like, 
that have a symbolic meaning for me, right? Like um, that one serpents for me are about like transformation and they're often used in multiple different spiritual arenas. Um, and that's why I love that symbol. And then that was like the first necklace I had that did that. And then it evolved from there. Um, and then, then I, now I wear like the, um, you know, mul- I'm probably still butchering the pronunciation, but the Malachio and uh, the evil eye. And then there's the, another pronunciation, cor- Corniello, cor- Cornicello. It's like the Italian yeah, horn. Yeah, they're the, all, they're all protection symbols. Yeah, they're um, protection symbols from this. Yeah. Behind yeah. Uh, I think the other, um, yeah, the Malachio is evil eye and then the mono, mono corn, cornuto, cornato is the, the hand symbol, all, all different forms of protection. Yeah. Yeah. And kudos to whoever did her makeup on the show. Cause it's fabulous. It reminds mm-hmm. me. See. like did you see it do have you seen that show like she does like I have not cool. watched it yet I don't have to watch oh, gosh I guess so- that's one more point to make well we kind of Lisa kind of talked about like the glamour magic with the makeup but I think makeup was another outlet for me of like part I remember that in college yeah you used to You've be like- always been really good with ma- makeup and your eyes and doing stuff so- like your eyes or your lips like yeah they're great yeah Oh my gosh, I found like a really old picture of you wearing like a skirt in college, Lisa, in like art class, and you're like pulling it down. Oh, I saw that the other day on Facebook. I hate that fucking photo. Yeah. That was like my, I hated 2000s fashion, like, all that, like an Abercrombie outfit. That, that skirt style was horrible. And then, it was a double O's outfit for sure. What'd you say? It was definitely a double O's outfit, like double That's a double O's. Oh, like 2000s. Oh, I was like, yeah. what, what is this thing yeah, you yeah. referenced? The aughts, the aughts. That's what they call it, the aughts. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, that was, what was that? Like, 04, 05? No, it, it, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. It was, because it might have even been 03. Yeah, because it was our freshman year. So we're sophomore. So either 03 or 04. Yeah. And I remember that top was an Abercrombie top. And then that skirt was possibly even from there too man that was like before i had even started to find a style for myself because no i look back I, there's another skirt i had similar to that like i used to wear that was like a, a, a tweed pink plaid lap that's the only time you'd probably find a photo of me in a pink outfit but pink plaid tweed like skirt where it was like basically like that other one like tight around but then had like the little i don't know what you call it like that. flared out Flared out. Oh, that was okay. not flattering for me at all. It was like a, I had this like sheer tank top from Ab- Hollister. Maybe it was a Hollister one. Hollister, Hollister, yeah. Hollister. Mm-hmm. Hollister oh, no. Back in the day, yeah. Oh my god! But I know that exact photo. The worst. I like that. I don't think I really have like a style, but maybe I do. Like, if you were to dress up for me as Halloween, what would you wear? A button up and a cardigan. No, no. So either cool. one i probably wear the i probably wear a navy blue vena cardigan with black pants <laughs> and the glasses that you're wearing right now Damn, you nailed it it's, yeah right now these days it's a, a either a button up or or the cardigan and then the glasses are like your staple yeah. <laughs> i guess i can't complain i'm i'm pretty lazy i like to keep it simple just like keanu <laughs> yeah nothing wrong with that no, no, no. You like good classic looks. I, I honestly have always in awe of people that can pull off like minimalist classic looks really well. Um, I think they, it comes to like how it lays on them, 
how they're able to like manage that neat and together look that I can't seem to do. Um, and then they like beautifully accessorize it. I, it's something I haven't been able to master. I've tried before, but like, I like, I Dries, you're definitely one of the people that do that well. And then I have a few other friends that do it. And I just like, I'm like, I could put on the same thing and it would not look the same on me at all. I don't know. I can imagine you in anything. I wish you were my Barbie doll. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Especially with your red hairs. I love it. <laughs> I told Lee, I told uh, Dawn rather that if I uh, if I was like a chick, I would probably have red hair. What do you right. think? See that? If you were a dude, what kind of hair would you have? Blonde? Brunette? Brunette. I don't know. Can't imagine. Brunette. brunette? Like dark <laughs> curly hair. <laughs> You want a brunette and curly? Mm-hmm. That's nice. Like a mop top. Or like short on the sides and curly. Just keeping it um, neat. And tight. I would want the I don't know what the official cut would be, but I would want the hair not to be super straight, but have the ability to curl. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That way it has nice movement. Oh. I'd probably just shave my head. Because then I could actually just shave my head. Imagine that. I I feel my head a lot and wonder, do I have the shape of a head for uh, not shave shaving it? I feel like I have too many dents in my head. Run into too many things in my life. To cut you, you can't cut your long hair. It's like there should be a law against it. Basically, Trace, you can't cut your hair. <laughs> it grows. It grows very fast. I've um, it grows about half an half an inch a month. Yeah. No, you do have amazing hair, but you did make me think of like people who are like, I want to do the like no hair. And then they cut it and they're like, oh, I don't, I don't have the head for this. You know, like that's got to happen <laughs> no. to people sometimes. Like, How do you make that decision? Like, how, how do you really know that it's going to be okay? I mean, maybe, well, actually, I bet you barbers can tell you because I didn't realize that like barbers have to like study the skull and no bone stuff when you get to get like licensed as a barber, which like like hairdressers, I don't think have to do that. But like barbers do, I didn't, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe hairdressers do, but I didn't realize that's what it takes to get a license for that. I don't know. I just look at my brother who looks pretty similar to me and he shaves his head. His head's okay. I I bet, I mean, I'm sure I doubt like you would look crazy or anything like that. In fact, I think like I'm very jealous of girls that can cut their hair really short and still look amazing. I've always wanted to be able to do the undercut or like the side of my head shaved. Um, I just would never want to go through the process of regrowing that out. So I wouldn't touch it. That would would be, it's like when you cut your bangs and then you're like, oh, I'm going to grow my bangs in. Then you have to like wear like a barrette in your hair for eight months until your bangs grow back in. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Or you decide that you want the um, Anne Hathaway bangs from Devil Wears Prada, but then you don't take into account that you've naturally curly hair and you do it when you're overseas and it's humid out. And then you <laughs> make a big giant mistake because you, they'll never look like that. And everything just curls the second you step outside like I did. Your bangs will never look as good as the second that your hairdresser cuts them. That's it. It's all downhill from there. You have to have particular hair type. The bangs are hard. Very straight 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 hair i 
do love a good bang. Like for me, forever classic hairstyle that I wish I could have and do is like eat down from the texture to the color is Anne Hathaway and Devil's Wear Prada. De- the Devil Wears Prada. Like I love that hairstyle and I would love to be able to have that. Gorgeous. Sweet. We all just need to get um, our own professional stylist that can do our hair every day. Or just wear wigs. I'm down to wear wigs. I love wigs. Wear a wig. No, I won't. <laughs> I used to wear a wig. I'm gonna do that. You used to wear a wig. <laughs> I have one. I actually I do have a pink wig with bangs. That's probably my favorite wig I have. And if my hair could look like that, I would do it. Do you have it like around you right now that you could put it on your yeah. head? Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear it next time. How about that? Next episode i'll wear my, my halloween wig. though right now you have to wear it I, I have to dig it out it's in my my box of halloween costume goodies in the attic i have lots of wigs purple ones pink ones what are you doing with all these wigs alias <laughs> <laughs> like jennifer garner <laughs> 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 i have liked when i've done costumes that and like wearing wigs are fun when i've had like i've done the um mia from pulp fiction wig mm. i like i wish my hair could look like that if i were to cut it off but i know with the texture of my hair it doesn't but i love that and then the one i did for black widow this year um but i always end up buying cheap wigs so they oh yeah and then i was um uh um uh, fifth element what's the chick from why am i blanking out um uh, mila jo- jovovich yeah but what was her character's name in that movie um oh lee 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 lu lee lu from um fifth element i had her wig too one year wow uh, yeah you could do that for halloween fifth element uh, yeah i was i did that a couple of years ago when i was bartending mm-hmm. i wore the alpha one night i'll have to send you the photo yeah, um it was like but- the the bends uh no that was would have been a little too like see-through peekaboo it was the the um the orange uh, the gold yeah the gold pants with the black band and then that um orange uh suspender thing and then the white crop top it was that one Mm. um with the badge but yeah i am but i always buy cheap wigs so they never last really more than like one wear but like the one from uh, I wore to Comic-Con this year is like, I pulled it out of my suitcase when I came back and it is completely tangled right now. And if I were to untangle it, I'm pretty sure all the hair would come out. So it's probably just going to get You can, out. if you wash them and just put conditioner in them and uh, hang them and then like comb it through with your finger, it's a, you're always going to have fallout, but you may be able to save it. Oh, I'll have to try that then. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, this was a fun episode. Yeah. Absolutely so fun i love talking about clothes i love talking about us same <laughs> oh okay <laughs> all right y'all have a good night till next time bye y'all thank you for listening to this episode of art kids for artwork more info on our guests and music credits, visit the Arkids website at arkidspodcast.com. That's Arkids with a Z. Until next time, ciao.